You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again that time. Time for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, you Russian mafia man? Yeah, I guess I'm dressed like a Russian mafia dude today. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to get some vodka, and we'll see how things go All right, on feel, the podcast. I feel like I'm going to rob the bar cart with him. If you don't know who that is, you need to watch Burt Kreischer. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. he's funny. Just so everybody knows, um, if if you hear some squealing in the background... It's not pigs. Uh, no, it's not pigs. <laughs> uh, my dog just had puppies, so, you know... We are sharing a space with the dogs right now, so it was about the only spot that we could put them where they could be, you know, pretty much by themselves, where they wouldn't be bothered and things like that. So Mm -hmm. they're in, they're in the, uh, you know, the Cooper Big Man studio right now. Right, and also we'd like to apologize for Thursday. Unfortunately, Cooper was not feeling very well, so we were unable to do. Uh, worldwide sports talk. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. I think I got like a, a stomach bug or something was going on, dude. Cause mm-hmm. I just, I, yeah, yeah, it was bad. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna go into details, but it was bad. Yeah, and of course my wonky work schedule uh, back to being wonky again because people think they need time off when they don't. Unfortunately, is making it so we couldn't have postponed it to yesterday because unfortunately. I had to try to get to bed at a decent hour because I had to be at work at 3 o'clock this morning. And don't you got to go to bed early tonight, too? You you got yep. like a 16-hour shift coming, right? Yeah, 16 hours tomorrow. I'm going to try to make sure that ends pretty quickly. I got a way of doing that. So hopefully uh, things work out in my favor tomorrow and it's not a whole 16. Because it's overtime already. Um, today was supposed to be my Sunday. But anyways, I digress. Enough about our personal life. Let's get into yes, some WrestleMania let's, let's recap. Do it, man. 
Night one of WrestleMania. First off, we had WWE Championship match. Bobby Lashley taking on Drew McIntyre. Boy, howdy, was this two bulls going at it. Dude, they were all over the place and beat the holy hell out of each other. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think, big man? Um, I thought it was a little odd having the WWE Championship starting off WrestleMania on a two-night event. It seemed a little off yeah. to me. Yeah, I agree with that one, dude. I, I was like, man, I mean, they tried to say it was what the fans wanted, but me personally, as a wrestling fan from way back in the early, you know, late 80s, early 90s, um, I like seeing matches like that at the end of the card. Right. Um, this giving the fans what they want thing, I... I think it's bullcrap. I don't think you really gave the fans what we wanted with that one. And I mean, I can understand having the women close out the night with the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, which we'll get to here in a little while. Well, yeah, I get that too. I'm just saying but, it should have been like second to last if that's what they were going to do with it. Right. We'll, it, we'll talk about more matches that you could have all obviously put up there in the oh, yeah. of the card. You know, like any, any one of them that wasn't for a title could have been the first match. Right. Or you could have even thrown in the Rock Tag Team titles to start it off. You could have thrown in one of the other five championships from night two. Right. Because obviously night one only had three championship matches. Night two had five. Actually their last five matches in night two was all five championships. That were uh, being battled for. So it just seemed a little odd. But other than that, a great match. Worthy of WrestleMania, obviously. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Drew McIntyre did look set to take back his title. Unfortunately, a distraction from uh, MVP to Bobby Lashley calling out to watch out for the uh, Claymore. Gave Bobby Lashley enough time to... and he turned his head for a split second. And sometimes, man, that's all it takes. And Bobby Lashley locked him into the hurt lock and... Made him pass out, and that was uh, the end of that. Yeah, he never, he never gave up, though. I'll give him that. He did not give up that no. dude. He had to be put to sleep <laughs> in the hurt lock. Sleep. So, yeah. Of course, uh, Cooper was a little upset. He thinks the referee called the called the uh, match over a little too quickly. But that was just yeah, his own that, take on that. That's just my own take. Uh, when, when the ref called it, I was like, oh, come on. You didn't really give him a chance to, you know. But I guess... He was out, so yeah. whatever. I think when he finally, when he realized he couldn't um, really defend himself, like he he tried to get out of the hurt lock. Remember, he tried to. Oh, he got out of pull the first time too. Well, he he tried to do that uh, maneuver where he used the um, turnbuckle to try to roll over, but he messed up on the rollover, and uh, Bobby Lashley was able to keep it locked in. And I will say, I love the statement he made by using the Kimura lock. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, if that's not saying something, that's like a big F you to freaking Brock Lesnar. So, yeah, yeah. it worked. Right, you're right. All right, so next up, in a tag team turmoil match, which featured basically a uh, gauntlet match, basically for a shot at the women's tag team titles, it would be Natalia and Tamina, the last ones to enter, that end up walking out with a shot. At the women's tag team titles on night two at WrestleMania. Yeah, man, they were stout. They were uh, they were set, man. I thought they were a good good matchup. I know they've I know they've tagged before, but uh, the fact that they have given Tamina and and uh, Natalia this shot, I thought was really awesome because 
It matches Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, pat with power, with power and finesse yeah. type thing, you know. and uh, of course, um, technical with Natalia being te- yeah. a technical wrestler. Well, I should have said technical, not finesse, but right, you know, because <laughs> so, uh, we know Shayna Baszler. She's she's power, but she's she's <clears throat> technical too. So. Mm-hmm. Which is the same with Natalia. She's got some power to her as yeah. well. All right, so next up, Cesaro on his first individual victory at WrestleMania, defeating. The savior, Seth Rollins. Dude, this match was awesome, dude. Like, hands down, one of the best matches of the night. I enjoyed it. Um, and the fact that he he and Seth Rollins have come all the way in this career together. Mm-hmm. And for him to get a victory off of Seth Rollins, that says a lot. And I hope it definitely puts him in the title contention. Right. Uh, I... This match would have been a great one to start off WrestleMania with, just because how well it went. It was yeah. it was one of the better non-title matches of of the night. I mean the the other the other two, um, one, the other ones that didn't have title implications. Obviously, the turmoil match had title implications for the next night. But uh, when it came to Strowman and McMahon, which we'll talk about soon, and Bad Bunny, Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Oh man, that which was, was a great match that too, was awesome. which we get to here in a little bit too. But this one just seemed really, really well done. Both competitors were absolutely on top of their game. Oh, it's it phenomenal, was great. man. I, I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, it's one of the matches that you're like, you're going to remember for a while. Yeah. So it was, it was really good. And it was great to see Cesaro get his WrestleMania moment. Yes, finally. Um, now, now we just want to see Cesaro win a championship. I want to see him A top-line championship. Yes, I want to see him win, like... The WWE Championship or the Universal. It wouldn't matter either way to me because that dude, he has earned it. He's been a part of WWE since when they had the first brand split with ECW and he was the ECW champion there for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Cesaro has always had that it factor. They've just never really gave him the reins and let him run with it. And I'm still calling for Cesaro to be the next James Bond. Damn. Right? He right? would be yeah. a great James Bond. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. I still call him for it. I don't care. Right? <laughs> I loved when he used to do his entrance like he was James Bond. I'm like, come on. That's just James Bond right that's there. That's just awesome, dude. And the fact that they stopped it, I'm like, Psh. Right? Like, anytime a good WWE superstar has something good going on, they always stop it. Right, at some point. It's like Cesaro... Er, um, Shinsuke Nakamura and his entrance. Mm-hmm. That thing was badass. It's like Sami Zayn and his entrance and his get up, the way he came out. And now he's like this. It's just like anti everything. Like <laughs> right. Everybody's hating all me, conspiracy shit. And I'm like, God, I know. dude, it's Crazy. just, it's pathetic. I love the way they, they, well, I love the way he used to do things. And I hope to God this is kind of like, this WrestleMania was kind of his awakening because, like, I want to see some of that old school stuff. Like, when Shinsuke Nakamura came out, mm-hmm. di- didn't they do the, the old school music with it Yeah. this last time? And that's because the fans were available. They were there. Mm-hmm. So, All right. anyways, let's go. I'm sorry. <coughs> yeah. I'm there it goes on his little tangent thing. Little tangent. You love it when he gets to go on his tangent, so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, hey, finally it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raw Tag Team Championship, AJ Styles and, Om- and almost 
defeat the New Day, becoming the new Raw Tag Team Champions. I mean, on paper, you would think, what, you know, like, whatever, like, this isn't going to happen, but was there really any question in this? Almost is a big dude. Mm -hmm. He reminds me of Shaq. Yeah, he's just a slim Shaq. So, (laughs) you know, um, and, and as far as AJ Styles goes, AJ Styles is just riding on the coattails. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. but he, he really is, and he's soaking it up, man. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Well, he's soaking it up, and the new day, eh, maybe they need a little bit of a break, anyways. They, they, you know, Kofi just came back from an injury, and mm-hmm. Xavier Woods as well. So I mean, it's kind of like. It's time to go in a different direction, and you know who knows who might be able to knock these two off. I mean, if it was AJ Styles and anybody else, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be easy. But almost, he's he's a big dude, and I remember uh-huh. when we first saw him and uh, with the raw backstage stuff, the raw underground stuff they were doing. They had him as like the bouncer dude, and I'm like looking at this guy going, if he ever got in the ring, right? Dude, that's scary. It'd be so, nuts. It was. It was a. It was a good match, though. I will New- say, though. I'm. I'm sorry. I know you. I will say that uh, that he, he needs a little bit more training. Though. He does. And that's why the New Day was able to isolate AJ Styles for most of the match, which seemed like it was going to be their advantage. But as soon as AJ was get everybody get almost in, it was really that's when it became the <laughs> game over for the New Day. Though the New Day believe that you have a little bit of a a, uh, a thing on that because they appeared to show video that almost wasn't holding the rope that they're supposed to, that tag partners are supposed to hold when they get tagged in. So they don't think almost was a, an illegal tag in. So they have a gripe, I guess. So that'll be interesting to see if that actually ends up being that gets played out. Yeah, hold on, everybody. We, I think we've got a puppy missing somewhere around here, and I don't know where it went. I think the mama might be laying on him, so. Uh-oh. Uh, get up. One, two, three, four, five. Where's the sixth one? And what? Get up. Where is it? Get out of there. Come on. Come on, out. <clears throat> One, two, three, four, five. I'm missing one. One, two, three, four, five. Mama, what you doing? Where's the sixth? Mama. Get up. Oh, it's the white one right underneath. No, right there. Just unburied it. Anyways. Okay. Sorry, everybody. A little bit of a freak out. One was buried under a blanket. She's a new mama, so she's having problems with... Trying to figure out how to lay down with them, and so we have to come in here and make sure she's not squishing him, squishing them, or laying on them. So. That one was just under a blanket. It got it got itself all cozy under a blankie. It's like, wait a minute, there's six puppies. Where's the other one? There's only five here. So all right. I apologize, everybody. All right. A little bit yeah. of a freak out moment, but it'll be okay. Yes, sir. All right, next up we have Braun Strowman taking on Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Strowman showing some great feats and winning this match. Yeah, man, uh, this this is awesome. It also reminded me of 
of you know like Shane McMahon and the Undertaker. It was really good. Um, I really liked how Shane was almost down the the side of the cage, and Braun actually put his hand through the cage and. Well, Shane had his Pulling hand back in. Shane had his hand and waving at him, and Strowman grabbed his hand and, and, and yeah. held him, and then took his other hand and pulled open the yeah, cage. Yeah, it was crazy. And dude. drug McMahon back into the freaking cage. I was nuts. I'm like, you've got to have that on the next 2K game, otherwise there's no point in even getting the game. Right? I mean, if you can't just open the steel cage from the side like that. What's the point in even having it? That's something different too. I mean, we don't usually. We've only seen that maybe. Actually, I would say that's the first time we've actually ever seen that. I, yes, first time I've ever seen anybody able I mean, to pull I, apart the cage. I've and, seen Big Show break the cage, but I've never seen him pull it apart. And then we saw um, in the steel cage match between uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, when Reigns speared Lesnar, they both pushed out the wall. Oh, yeah. So they busted through the wall that way, which was the controversial that, ending. That, to me, is like saying, like, well, you know... You know, sometimes, like, things are loose. But that thing was tightly on there, and Braun just... I'm like, what? Yeah. I was just like, that's insane. I kind of liked it, though. It was really entertaining. It was cool. That basically was almost a horror flick happening right there. You're just like, you think you're escaping the monster, and he just... You know the whole thing about this match, too? I'm thinking, who did McMahon piss off to get this match? Like, he acted like he wanted it, but I'm, like, thinking, there's no way you want to go against somebody like Braun Strowman. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but anybody in the locker room, if it was me, I'd be the last one I would pick would be Braun Strowman. But, I mean, I guess that's where you could say he's got some balls. Well, uh, so. we all know that we'd be picking one of the next guys we're going to talk about here. Is we had the surprisingly good match of the night. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest taking on the dirt sheets. Miz and Morrison. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest with Bad Bunny showing off some mad wrestling skills. Dude, I'm with like, win. this is crazy. Like, I'm like thinking, this is the first time this guy's ever wrestled before in his life, right? As far as we know. As far as we know. I'm like thinking, dude, what have you been doing? Like, how do you know how to do all this? Like, he's pulling on moves that. that you shouldn't be pulling off in your first match if you don't know what you're doing. Right? He was going absolutely crazy with talent, and it was Jumping great to watch. off the ropes, dude, just... <clears throat> I mean, it was... I was like, what? Like, you can't tell me this guy's never wrestled before in his life. Right? He hit that one move on the outside. What was that? Um, uh, that weird move where he flipped over with him and slammed him down. What was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like a fallaway slam type thing? Or was it when he was up on his shoulder and he dropped him? No, when he, when he looks like he's got him like hooked like he's got oh, to do... Oh, the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, the yeah, Canadian he Destroyer. he did the Canadian Destroyer on him. I was like, <gasps> I was like, how did he do that? Because that, that move looks like it's hard to do anyways. So. Right, even if you know what you're doing. <laughs> so that's why it's just like, we're like... That's right, it was the Canadian Destroyer. I'm yeah, like, you're sitting there looking at there going, what the hell did he just do? The Canadian Destroyer? I'm like, that's what well, they call it. Because yeah. AEW does, like, there, there's been a lot of talk with AEW, and, like, a lot of people like to do the Canadian Destroyer, and they're like, they do it too much type thing. Right. But 
to see somebody not know what they're doing and actually pull off that move, I was like, right. I was like, oh my god, dude! I'm sitting there going, what did he just do? And it was amazing. It, it was, was crazy, fantastic. All right, and I'm glad they got the win, dude. I I hope maybe, you know, maybe this is a new partnership. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll wrestle and hey, bring back the cruiserweight title. Give it to him. Right. Give him the 24-7 title. Well, he did win it for a little well, bit. Yeah, but I mean, give it back to him and he can, <laughs> he can run with that shit. Alright, so the main event of the night, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair taking on champion Sasha Banks. And Bianca Belair showed up and showed out for a victory in becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion. She showed up and showed out and these ladies put on a show that was unlike any other, dude. It was pretty good, man. Uh... You know, uh, you, you think about it, the veteran versus the rookie, and, and of course, me always being who I am, I'm like, the veteran, the veteran. But, you know, she proved herself, and she put off a good match, and she actually got away with the win on this. And it's it's really cool to see her go from NXT, the EST of NXT, now she is the EST of WWE. Uh-huh. And she is... The B-E-S-T of WWE now. So, congratulations to Bianca. And it was pretty cool seeing, you know, her family there. And right. she, yeah, man, it was cool. Man, I mean, her dad almost jumped the rails to go celebrate and realize he shouldn't I mean, do that. I mean, honestly, like, like <laughs> this is the first time in over a year we've had a wrestling venue actually have fans there. Mm-hmm. So this was just unprecedented, and you felt the chills when everybody was talking about it because we've been dealing with this pandemic for so long, and everybody's just so tired of dealing with this crap. Right. That it was nice to just, even if they were spaced out and wore masks, or if they chose not to, whatever. But you know, the fact that we actually got a wrestling. A WrestleMania this year was freaking awesome. I just wish we could have been there. Right, it would have been nice. Uh, though I did really enjoy the um, <laughs> braid whip with <laughs> Bianca Miller on Sasha Banks. That was fun. Yeah, man. Like, did they just really witchy that? <laughs> and she had a nice welt on her side, too. They saw that afterwards. I was like, dang, they got her good. Yeah, man. All right, man. So are you ready to talk about night two? Hey, do you think maybe they should use that as like, hey, you're not allowed to do the hair whipping? <laughs> or you well, just... like that's like a foreign object type thing. You get in trouble for using it. <laughs> Don't use your brain. It's a weapon. <laughs> foreign objects. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, let's get into night two, dude. Night two started off with Randy Orton taking on his arch nemesis, the Fiend. Dude, this match was crazy good. Um, I really didn't care for the red lighting, but other than that, it was it was quite crazy. And the ending itself was left you going, huh? Yeah, psychologically, scratching your head, going, uh, uh yeah. What? As a Alexa Bliss, about the only thing I didn't really care for was their using their usage of the pentagram. Well, yeah. But, you know, I mean, they're trying to tell a story, trying to show, you know, trying to make him out to be the next Undertaker type. Undertaker type. So it is what it is. It It was a little overboard. Right, but it would be the reemergence of Alexa Blitz and the 
gigantic <laughs> jack in the box. Yeah. That would distract the fiend long enough for Randy Orton to pull off the victory. So crazy match. And what <clears throat> was she doing? Like that was crazy. She went from looking like you know her normal crazy Alexa Bliss self to this darker version of herself. So I'm wondering, is it Sister Abigail? Do we finally get to see Sister Abigail on WWE? Maybe we do. It's going to be interesting to find out. It would explain why she's been tormenting Randy Orton besides just teaming up with the Fiend himself. Because we never, as we recall, that it was Randy Orton that destroyed the Wyatt compound. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy, man. We'll see what happens with it for sure. Alright, and, f- and the second match of non-title contenders. <laughs> Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn with special guest Logan Paul at ringside. Uh, this match <clears throat> was good, dude, but I honestly was like a little lackluster. I, it is what it is. Kevin Owens won, mm-hmm. but I just kind of think it was one of the matches that, like, hey, we haven't done this yet at WrestleMania. Let's do this. Right. Yeah, it was <clears throat> it was all right of a match. It was really one of their best matches that we've seen them do outside of the WWE's major pay per views. They've done it on littler pay per views. Yeah, and brought the house and all that. But it's just like to me, this match was more or less a filler. A filler, and Sami Zayn is still on this path of I'm being, you know. I'm being screwed over. This is mm-hmm. this and this. Some conspiracy and I don't know against me. What's with the Logan Paul dude? Or, or, uh, he's a social media dude. Social media kind of influencer, and I guess they just needed another celebrity for night two, so that's who they went with. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's basically what happened. <laughs> that's you and me, like, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's who they went with. It, it seems kind of lackluster after the show Bad Bunny put on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but really, next year I want to say I want to see Blue Eyed Darkness at WrestleMania. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be fun. Yep. All right, uh, for the first championship match of the night, United States Championship match, as Sheamus defeated Champion Riddle to become the new United States Champion. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, he caught him, dude. Got him good. Yeah. And, uh, you can't really take anything away from him because there, there was, this was a good match. Um, I think Sheamus is, um, you know, his veteran status mm-hmm. is probably what pulled off this match. Right, one of those times where a veteran, <laughs> he's like, Cooper's like, finally, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care for Sheamus, but I, yeah. I, I'm actually digging the whole Matt Riddle thing. <clears throat> Well, I'm happy to see Sheamus winning a title. He hasn't been a title since obvious a singles title holder in a while. Obviously, he was a champion with the bar. Um, him and Cesaro as tag champions when they were trying to, at first, yes. become number one contenders for the WWE Championship. So it's, it's definitely nice to see him back and, and, and doing better because he was dealing with injuries and things like that. So I think that's pretty much why him and... Him and Cesaro both took some time off, and they're finally back, and it, it's nice to see see them doing better. You know what I did notice? Hmm. Have you noticed this, too? Hmm. Everybody looks like they've been juicing. 
Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But really, I guess with the pandemic, though, I mean, they, they can. They, well, I mean, they not, can, not can juice, but can work out more and, right, you're and not be able to take care of their bodies better. So. Yeah, you're not really traveling so far because you've been stuck pretty much in Florida to wrestle anyway. So until something happens um, pandemic-wise where they can start moving around the country again, it's probably we're probably going to notice them being been staying pretty much right in the Florida area. And then being... Uh, looking like they're juicing, even though they're just really working out good. We'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship as Paul Cruz upsets Big E for the win. Yeah, man. With Uh, a little help. Yeah, this was, if it wasn't for that interference, Big E had this match. Yeah. So... Yeah, the interference kind of made this a lackluster uh Dabakato or whatever his name is. Yeah, whatever he's supposed to be. I mean, it, it, it was really disappointing. This match was really doing really well overall. And then to have this Oh yeah, they were beating the hell out of each other, dude. Yeah, and then it the, was definitely a drum fight. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they were beating each other like a drum with a kendo stick. Yeah, yeah at one point big man goes we need to get some kendo sticks. I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> Come on, let's just see who hits harder. I do. Um, you know, a little bit of baseball background. Bam! <laughs> hey, better, better. Anyway, swing. It was, it was. Other than up until that point, it was a really good match. I was enjoying it. Um, it looked like a couple times that Apollo Cruz was actually going to pull off the upset by himself. Unfortunately, Big E was just. He's the better. Right now, wrestler Cruz is working his way to that level, but unfortunately, he needed the help to finally get over the top, and he did. Well, I think too, maybe with this direction, maybe Biggie tries to come back for the title again, or maybe he'll change directions and maybe go after the Universal title. We saw that with Bobby Lashley and at the uh, <laughs> what was it? What pay per view was that? That was Fastlane. He dropped it. Fast lane, I think so, yeah. He dropped the title, the riddle, yeah. and then came back and became WWE champion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because so, yeah. So, yeah, he did it on a, on, a, on a Monday night, didn't he? Yeah. Because so, yeah. he took it from the Miz. Who <laughs> shouldn't have been champion. Money. Glad that whole fiasco's done and over with. Yeah, you. we can hit the reset button on the Money in the Bank this next year, and hopefully they do it right. Yeah, especially... If you're not going to push the winner at all, it's stupid. Either push the winner or don't make him the winner. That's yeah, I, how really, I, feel about I it. really think that uh, he could have been could have been great. And they're kind of making him into a heel now, which is weird. Anyways, Raw well, women's... You know what I say about heels? <laughs> you love heels, we know. But I'm just saying, he's not really a heel type. No, he's not. He's kind of more of the... The fan favorite, and he's he's good at it, man. So. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, well, enough of Otis. We'll talk about Otis, I'm sure, at some point later on. <laughs> Raw Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley taking on Asuka. Rhea Ripley upending Asuka. Dude, this match was back and forth all the way, dude. Um, and like you and I said, no one's ever really taken Asuka to that limit besides Charlotte. So it was kind of cool to to see this because you know if if you remember in the Royal Rumble 
both Bianca Belair and her were at the end of it. Yeah, so, they were the final two. I mean, for them to actually go after each brand's respective titles uh-huh. is pretty freaking sweet. And the, the fact that she come up and, you know, beat Asuka, and now we've got two different women as, you know, women champions now. Uh-huh. I'm like, Pretty cool. Dude. Yeah, it's a little nice refresher um, to have a different champion. Of course, that doesn't mean that Charlotte's not lurking around corners. Oh, you know she's lurking. She'll be back. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you just gotta gotta take them COVID protocols to extreme and do what you gotta do. And she she will be back though. All right, now here we go. It is time for Cooper Soapbox. Right after I announced the match. <laughs> no. Ugh. The Universal Championship Triple Threat Match. Roman Reigns taking on Edge. And, of course, the ultimate underdog, Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns, with the help of Jey Uso, walks out. Head of the table still, and Universal Champ still. Yeah, I'm pissed. I know you are. <laughs> this match was great. And Until it, it was awesome. Until Jay Uso got involved. Exactly. And to be honest, I think WWE is really not doing doing um, Roman Reigns any favors by letting Jay Uso be his henchman. Yeah. So uh, they're making him a really bad bad guy because he needs so much help to win. Where when he was the face and pu- being pushed that way. He was doing everything and winning these championships on his own. And now, because he's a bad guy, he needs a henchman Yeah, and to he, retain. And why the hell do you need Paul Heyman? Don't get me started. I mean, don't get me wrong. Paul Heyman is a good wrestling mind. In fact, if I ever met him, I'd shake the dude's hand and, and praise him for the things he's done with ECW. And just wrestling as a whole as a community, but... I mean, the the character that they put off is not the character. The walrus. Yeah. <laughs> it's not who he truly is. Though I still thought um, it was funny when they acknowledged, Bray Wyatt acknowledged him as the walrus. I was like, yes! I'm not the uh, only one that sees it! <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, man. I just think it's crap the way they did this. Edge fought his damn heart out, so did Daniel Bryan. It could have been any of these any of these men to win this match, but I really don't think the favor was in Roman Reigns corner. It wasn't. And it shouldn't have been. And I think with Jey Uso backing him up, the only thing you know, WWE officials need to do something with this. They need to change up how they they let people come down to the ring. They let people get involved. I know it's a triple threat, so triple threats are no disqualification. But really, when it comes to a title match, you need to beat somebody and do it the right way. Right. Of course, then a WWE fan, and it was noticed by Adam Pierce that technically, if you go by true WWE pinning rules, Edge is technically the champion because he was on top of Daniel Bryan and then pinned... Daniel Bryan. Then there's that. It's it's just... so and Adam Pierce thought that was interesting, so that might be a way to look at things. So we'll see what happens, and we all know how much him and it, him and uh, Roman Reigns are having 
their maybe with a little bit of WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania Backlash will be, of course, coming next month. That's right. It's Backlash, not Payback. Yes, Backlash. Probably because you missed the Payback. Because didn't WWE, wasn't the pay-per-view after WrestleMania usually called Payback? It was there for a while, wasn't it? So, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about old school. But Backlash, Backlash has been around for a long time, too. Yeah, no. I'm just saying, but I think the pay-per-view that usually followed immediately after WrestleMania was Payback. And it was basically WrestleMania's Payback. Now it's just WrestleMania's Backlash. Which is a little so, weird. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, they're, they're not getting very creative with their with their pay-per-view titles anymore. And they're kind of kind of being lazy about it. But they can because of the way the pandemic is. Which... Really sucks as a wrestling fan because mm. you like to see something new. Right. But WrestleMania backlash. I still miss the Great American Bash in July, but you know that's just me. Right. I thought it was a really good pay per view, but then there you know. Uh, or how about Bash at the Beach? That was more of a WCW thing, though. I know. It's Cody Rhodes. Oh, wow. Not Cody Rhodes, but Dustin Rhodes. I know. And Cody tried to get the rights to it, but, you know. I don't know, WWE. See how that worked. WWE. He can't even use a dang name. I know, he's technically. So, like, what? He's just Cody. Yeah, he's technically. The Nightmare Cody. Which is weird because then they call Brandy Brandy Rhodes. So, it's like, wait a minute. The American Nightmare Cody. Cody. No, it's just American Nightmare Cody. It feels like you're waiting for... Like, the end of that sentence, right? Like, You're on a cliffhanger going, uh... Say the fucking name! <laughs> we can't, technically. Oh, come on. So, other than some hiccups and a little bit of an odd pairing of Logan Paul being involved in the Sami Zayn, Kevin, well, not really involved, but kind of just being there in the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens kind of fiasco of a match it was still good but still kind of eh. i don't know it's like i guess it's one of those b minus matches i guess it's one of the matches that you knew was going to be good but it wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be and then yeah. you're kind of like it's good but it could have been better so you're like it's b minus so it's like eh. it's like a b minus yeah like, eh. b minus yeah sure. where almost every other match seemed like it came close to a potential um, it was still a fun weekend, though it seems like word is from WWE once the... What do I feel know, like we're missing a match? We're not. That's straight from WWE.com. What about Night 2 and Natalia and... Oh, shit, yeah. We did miss that, didn't I? Yeah. I, I did skip one. I have one, two, three, four... Oh, I should have only four matches. That's why. Yeah, so yeah, the women's tag team Yeah, we're missing that. Didn't, My bad. Didn't they retain, though? That's probably why I skipped it. I didn't care. They retained. <laughs> because Nia and Shayna retained. See, I thought about it, but, you know, whatever. It, it, was, it was an okay match, but I think the match the night before was better than that one. Yeah, turmoil. Well, that's because it was turmoil. But anyway, so unfortunately that happened. But the good news is it was still a good pay-per-view. Um, WWE does plan on going back to... Somewhat normalcy will not do, be doing any longer two night events. 
at WrestleMania, which kind of saddened me. Yeah, um, and, and I was really irritated with this whole situation. Peacock. What is wrong with you? Yeah, Peacock, um, we're very disappointed in Peacock, obviously. Um, this was the first time we actually are trying to watch the pay-per-view the night of. We were trying to watch it first night. where We planned on letting it go for a while, and then that way we can just pop on at the very beginning and just let it run through because sometimes our connection is a little wonky when it's live. Yeah. So we were like, well, if we let it play for about an hour, hour and a half, we should be behind and be okay on stream. Well, Peacock doesn't allow you to do that on live events. So if you're on live, you have to watch it. Of course, then we found out when we were watching it afterwards, we were actually we technically were actually caught technically, up. technically caught up. Because of the storm. Yeah, the rain delay. The big old storm delay. Actually, it was thunder and lightning down in Tampa. Yeah. So we, just, we didn't know that, of course, at the time. We didn't even know. Because, actually, we need, I don't think neither one of us got a notification that it was in delay. No, we didn't. I was surprised WWE didn't push out going, there's a reason why this is in delay. But I guess they assumed everybody was watching. <laughs> so that's probably why. We're in delay because, you know, it's... We had a pretty pretty busy, busy weekend. So. <sighs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So... So, yeah. on night two, we watched night one, and then on Monday night, we watched night two. <laughs> it was really long when it comes down to it because of the fact that, you know, work, and then somebody decided to have her puppies shortly thereafter. Yeah, so I, <laughs> um, that, that sleep thing, I don't know what it is right now, because uh, also, my fiance started a new job, and she's she's working three in the morning until 11 in in the morning. So. Yeah, 3 to 11. 3 to 11. So. She's technically working with me now. So I, yep, <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm doing the, uh, the puppy gig. I, I get to be the, uh, protector and watcher of the puppies. They're yeah. okay. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> right now they're fine. So, of course, uh, be prepared for tomorrow because we have more basketball, baseball talk for you. Uh, the Dodgers and Padres had an interesting night last night. It kind of had a bench-clearing incident in the 10th. It was really weird because I went to bed before the game and I woke up and the game was still going. I'm like, how are you still going? I'm like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh yeah, you're on the East Coast. I mean, on the West Coast. So it's only midnight there. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's benches clearing? Oh. Yeah, we for, we forget sometimes. We're not on the West Coast no more. Yeah, I know, because it would have been ended by the time I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. 2 o'clock in the morning, because I had to be at work at 3. Oh, I got to do this again tomorrow. Yay. Anyway, so yeah, we'll have that for you tomorrow. Uh, and then, of course, football talk. We're going to discuss, and NASCAR talk. We're going to discuss um, Daniel Jeremiah's top 10 Mock draft. We're going to do all sorts of fun things. I was going to talk about how panicked I was about Aaron Donald, but we got some good news on that end. Thank God, because if they would have been in trouble with the Rams season, we might as well just forgot about it. Because <laughs> if he's gone, oh, it's yeah. over, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's basically our defense. Him but, and but, Ramsey. We will, but we will give you an update on, on all that and yes. talk about it, because I think it needs to be talked about for sure. Yeah. So, we have that, and then, of course, next Thursday, if everything goes fine, 
<laughs> we should still be able to I know. What world. is this? Like, like, just, just. Worldwide sports talk takes World a hit. Worldwide sports talk keeps taking a hit over, over schedules or somebody getting sick, so. Right. We're trying. We are. <laughs> we are trying. So we'll discuss what happened with the Masters next Thursday. And then, of course, next week we'll talk more wrestling talk and then back to baseball basketball. Because it's fun. Yes, baby. America's pastime. Finally, that yep. time of year, baby. Yep, and we're a week and a half away from the NFL draft. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be fun. Yes, this is going to be good. It's going to be nice. It's going to be Looking forward to it. Of course, then, that following Tuesday, when it's the Tuesday before the draft, we'll discuss Todd McShay's and Mel Kuyper's top tens. And, of course, we'll give you our full first-round mock draft. 2.0, baby. 2.0. 2. 2.0. It'll be fun. Yes, it will. Sorry, I got distracted. This puppy squealing. I'm like, <laughs> uh, it's just over there eating it. It's, it's doing that while it's eating. So, yeah, that's the big baby of the group. So, yeah, it yeah, eats and whines. Yeah, she likes to whine a lot. All right. So... On that note, (laughs) that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep Keep on on talking talking sports. sports.